Hello, this is John Corcoran. G.K. Chesterton said the most extraordinary thing is an ordinary man and an ordinary woman and their ordinary children. Well, I'm an ordinary guy joined with my ordinary older daughters. Hello, Emma, Ada, and Eva. How are you doing today? Doing good. Great. I'm tired, but I'm doing good. Tired, but doing good. <laughs> I always think it's kind of fun. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a government school teacher by trade. Some people would call me a public school teacher. Um, and whenever kids say that they're doing good, I'm always like, "What does good mean?" And they're like, <laughs> "Fine." And I'm like, "Well, what does fine mean?" They're like, "Good." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I've got you stuck in a cycle, a circle, a tautology." Good means good. Pretty fantastic. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, we have to say that we're pretty excited. This is our second podcast, and I think at least Transistor says that we have potentially 27 downloads and potentially three subscribers. Now, now, yes, I know, like round of applause. Now, what's kind of fun about this is um, they span quite the distance, right? Like some friends in Alaska, shout out to the Scots. Doing awesome in Palmer. <laughs> Shout out to the Beckers in Barbados, right? A foreign country on an island, right? Shout out to the Maines in Idaho, right? Like there are mm-hmm. people all over the all over the place. I was gonna say the world, and I think I can say world because Barbados is like the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm missing a bunch of people, but uh, and Olympia because Olympia is just like so far away from where we live. Right, like, it's like per- uh, a whole five minutes. It's pretty Our darn cool. Our address says Olympia, Washington. That's true, so. but we're in the county, so I mean, we're not really like Olympia. We're like in Thurston County. We're fakers. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, we're just <laughs> posers. But well, uh, so we do want to say thank you. It's uh, super fun that you want to join us for just a half hour of your life talking about, well, things that have to do with learning and folk. Right, when we think about the word folk, right, like learning folk, this whole idea was about, you know. In general, people are just learners. It doesn't matter whether you're doing it on purpose or on accident. It's something that as humans, we're always doing. And it's ordinary, right? When you think about the word folk, like folk music, it's like ordinary music. Mm -hmm. Well, the etymology of folk does come from that idea about something being ordinary. So, uh, which is why I think G.K. Chesterton is hilarious because like, Mm -hmm. how could something be extraordinary and ordinary at the same time? Well, he puts them together in a fun way and we (laughs) see that it is. So um, speaking of the ordinary being extraordinary, um, there was something that happened with cookies recently, like literally just a few minutes ago. Yeah, so we just finished. um, So, well, we're recording this now and it's nighttime. And so we just (laughs) finished about 15 minutes ago, our last batch of cookies. Um, I made a ton of dough today and then um, Eva helped. And we um, made about 15, maybe more, dozen of cookies. And that took quite a long time. It took forever. Just to say, I was cleaning and watching babies. I'm not just like... (laughs) Well, sure. I mean, there was all kinds of helping going on across the board. I was taking a really big nap. It was amazing. Uh, (laughs) Because... Because I had to. It's Sunday. Yeah. But um, I didn't have to, actually. I was just really tired. So when you say 15 dozen cookies, you're talking about, like, the dozen being 12, right? Yep. 
We did about 10 dozen sugar cookies and five dozen um, of those peanut butter ones with the Hershey's Kiss on top. Mm. What are those called? I don't think they're called like peanut butter blossoms or something like that. That's a weird name, but I was thinking we should do that with chocolate (laughs) chip. With like a mini one with a chocolate chip. Wouldn't it be so cute? Wouldn't it just be the same thing? But it'd be smaller. (laughs) And tinier. So it'd be just as weird but smaller? No, no. The cookie isn't weird. The name is weird. It doesn't look like a blossom. Yeah. It's it's a cookie with the chocolate on top. It's It's not not a blossom. Okay, fair enough. So, <laughs> sprout maybe. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was kind of thinking this, like, what exactly makes cookies, or just like the fact that we were, you know, that we've been spending all, all this time like preparing for the last, mm-hmm. the last four weeks, right? Like, why are we doing that? Advent to <laughs> celebrate, I guess, um, and. I don't know. It's just a seasonal thing that you do. Also, and it's fun. To make cookies. To just share with people. To share with people. Yes. So why don't you do that all year long? Because it takes too much time and effort. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we ate them all the time, we'd be sick of them. I, I ate a gingerbread house that, um, well, our cousin Nicole made for us. Thank you so much, Nicole. Um, anyway, I ate it this morning for breakfast. So right after I made it, and then I ate a bunch of cookie dough and cookies and frosting and stuff. So, yeah, I think I think I'd be sick of it if I ate it all the time. That's true. That's so. true. And the thing about sugar cookies is that you usually don't want to eat any sugar cookies until the next day because of all the sampling that happens. Oh yeah, yes. there's a lot of sampling <laughs> so that happens. So by the end, by the time you're done, you don't want to eat any because you sampled too much. And that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so 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 true. That's so true. I'll always have room for them though. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if we were to go a little bit deeper though into this idea that we are like we do make cookies for people year round. Like if somebody needs something or if, you know, I mean, we will make cookies year round. Right. But not this sort of intentional, um, this many cookies. right. Like de- definitely not this many, right. Definitely not this many. We don't make yeah. 15 dozen or was it, how many was it? 15 dozen, 15 dozen, okay, yeah. something like that. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going to be mean and be like, what's 15 times 12? Like really quick. You know, no, I'm just not no, going to do that. I already tried to do the math. I'm just not, I'm just, I just do yeah. the math listeners and comment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Eva's totally killing it right now with her finger on the desk. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I guess the thing that I was thinking about was that because it is Advent right now. Right, and there is a sense of um, preparation and um, coming for Christmas. That there is stuff that we're getting ready. There's things that we're doing, and that's been kind of heightened by the fact that like we have a baby coming. Right. Right. So, like by Epiphany. By Epiphany, that like we are going to have a baby boy. Wait, is that next week? Uh, no, that's two in two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. <laughs> so. Still really close. Our right. first brother. Your first ever. Yeah, first brother ever. And so I'm I mean in like a lot of ways that makes uh that makes this Christmas seem even more real to me that like there's a baby coming right near right like right near Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. And so it makes, uh, it makes our prayer, it makes, it makes liturgy, it makes all, all of this so much more in my face because I'm thinking like this event actually happened in real time. And this is a time that we're commemorating, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I know that there are some people that, you know, for whatever reason, uh, for reasons that they find to be justified, they would um, just call this any other time, right? And, you know, I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to, to break to break ties with people like that, right? I mean, but on the same time, I'd say like there is something special about commemorating actual things that actually happened, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or else you forget. You know, so you think about like in the Old Testament, what do they do when something happened? You know, they had a feast. They had a huge feast. They built an altar somewhere, right? They're like, get a bunch of rocks. Let's let's, let's do this. Let's do this, right? They build a huge, <laughs> you know, yeah. They build a huge rock pile somewhere to commemorate something that happened so that you can go back there and remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so so the coming of Christ into time is that kind of thing where if we didn't if we didn't remember it every year, right, it would we just would become forget. ordinary. But interesting thing though, like what you said, Ada, if you just made cookies all day long, like you'd get sick of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in some ways we might have to ask ourselves like to what extent do we just like perpetually live in Christmas? <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean I mean and the importance that it's a like a a once of year time of season at the same time because it makes you appreciate it that much more. Yeah. yeah for the weight. Yeah, that's true. Right? So like advent leading up to Christmas it uh, helps you enter into that anticipation for the thing, mm-hmm. even though it has come, right? It's a remembrance of both the coming and the second coming of Christ. So if you think about like, I guess Easter, um, you know, Lent is very similar to that in the same way, right? Like it's a re-entering into the time that already has happened. Except it's a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's longer, yeah. And it can be a little bit more difficult. Amount. Um, no, it's. I think it's like six weeks. I don't know. Because you instead of four. No, because they still have four weeks still, long. I thought it was four. Cause you still no, because it's forty days. Advent's only four. It's only four weeks, and so that's like, I don't know, twenty oh. to thirty. There's a lot of things that I don't know, and on the fly <laughs> without my phone in front of me, I'm not gonna be able to <laughs> tell you. But it does seem like Lent is longer. It it is longer. Yeah, it's just like l- a lot actually longer. longer. Ada knows. <laughs> it's not preparation and excitement. It's more like, well, I mean, of course it's excitement, but it's also sacrifice and. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it's less, um, the excitement of Easter is less noticed because not everyone, like a lot less people celebrate Easter in the same way. Um, than, I don't know, than we do and most other Christians do because, I don't know, like bunny and Easter egg hunts. Like, you don't really have to get ready for that, but people get ready for Christmas. Mm. But um, the way people get ready for Christmas, so, I don't know. It's less, it's it's harder because there's less reminders of what you're um, looking forward to. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Like the the preparation for a baby or the preparation for a death are sometimes very different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that like Easter. So I think growing up, I used to consider Easter about just about the straight up like Jesus rose from the dead. Boom. Right. And I think now as a Catholic, I consider that kind of like as one big, huge package like distinct things that happened all together like i think about going into um holy thursday well i think about going into like spy wednesday and holy thursday stations and, of the cross. and then good friday right in the stations of the cross so there's like all this lead up to the passion of jesus so there's the entering into like the suffering of christ and the resurrection happens right so it's it's almost like the completion of of something but I think the way, maybe the way that I grew up with, it was just more of like, we talked about the thing that happened. Like, hey, I started the car, woo, you know? Or like, hey, I went to Disneyland instead of talking about like how you got to Disneyland or like right. what you did when you were there. It was more like, hey, I went to Disneyland. So it's more like there's this build up towards this, like the most important thing ever. And so you're preparing for it. So when I think about Easter now, I, I, I think you're right. There's like, there's more that I'm preparing for for Easter now. I mean, not right now, but just like in general during Lent than I'd ever even considered possible in the past because I just didn't know. Like, I I mean, I just thought that like Good Friday, like it was a time, like this thing happened, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, well, I mean, it well, was a, a big it, deal, but it was a big deal, but it wasn't made a big deal. Like that's uh, kind of an, is that kind of weird to say that? Like it was a big deal because it had to be. But, but nobody it, cared. No, like that's the thing. I mean, I guess every, everybody would care, but they, but structurally you wouldn't see any signs that anybody cared. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess in that way, could I say that anybody cared then maybe, maybe not. Well, because how uh, would you know if somebody cared if they didn't show any signs of caring or tell you that they cared? Because it would be bad if you didn't. So yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> 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 yeah. right. So I mean, if like somebody came up and said like, "Hey, so I heard that it was your birthday yesterday," I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> I really care about you, and then it's like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> Okay, well, it's like, it's kind of like awkward, like, yeah. And you know, I have friends that are like that and I feel really bad. Like I do care about them, but I, I'm not as involved in their lives as I'd like to be. So, I mean, I guess I understand what that means to like actually desire to care about somebody or something or like a relationship, but for whatever reason, like you just can't connect in the way that you want to. Right. So, I mean, Mm. if I was to, translate that back to like church stuff and say like well okay so you know that good friday is a big deal like jesus died so you mm-hmm. you, you you so you have mm-hmm. a service right on good friday which like we have you could say a service on good friday like same thing right but not everything has been pointing towards the tritium towards those three days yeah right so like it was like before that it was just palm sunday i remember <laughs> once Sitting in church with your mom. I think this is before you were born, Emma. Maybe you were born. I can't remember. But <laughs> but it was... No, you were born. I think that you were born, Ada. And I think you were born, Eva. I think we were living in Olympia. Or we were... I can't remember. 
I'm just going to say this happens sometimes, but I can't remember when it happened. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was when we were living in Olympia. And I looked over at your mom and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Palm Sunday. And yeah, she's like, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I too. think we were at Newbridge. Yeah. And somebody said something like, hey, happy Palm Sunday. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, it's Palm Sunday? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, that should be a big deal. But why haven't I known about this? Yeah, well, you're I, the only person I've talked to about it. Yeah, it was like totally my fault because, like, I mean, no, yes, I'll say it was my fault because, like, I should have known about it. But I just, it wasn't, it wasn't on my radar because I just. Another Sunday. It was just another Sunday. And I knew that Easter was coming, but I didn't kind of make the connection between like Palm Sunday, like, yeah. like, like what that had to do with Easter Sunday. Because I didn't, yeah. But if you didn't really consciously know that, then that's not really your fault. I, it's not because you, you. It's something you should know, but it's not necessarily bad that you didn't know that. Yeah. Because, because no one told you that. Thank you guys for trying to let me off the hook. <laughs> so we had this huge conversation about this, about whether ignorance, like, okay. <laughs> and I wish that I had, uh, I wish I had the question in front of me right now because we're just doing this live. We're not actually like looking at something. We didn't write a script. So I know that we're doing this wrong. Okay. So, <laughs> so please forgive us for doing this wrong. But this makes me think of, so there's a kind of way that you could say, should you know something? Because, like, could you be guilty for not knowing something? Okay, so if you if we were to put this into context, Emma, you're a driver, yes. right? You put the key in the car, you turn the key, click your seatbelt, do your little pre-drive check, check because you're still a new driver, so you're, like, interested in your seat and your mirrors and, you know, all, all that stuff that all of us should be interested in, yeah. right? So you do all the safety stuff. So I don't want my, nap, my neck to break. Yeah, yes, kind of right, because you're like, and you're also a firstborn, so you're concerned about, like, the thing that that person told you about your neck breaking. So, right, so you're, like, super interested. Maybe a little too concerned. Yeah, well, uh, no, I, I mean, like, there. She scared me straight, man. There's no shame in that. So, Always wear your if pulse. you're driving down the road and you don't know what speed limit it is, right, like, right. can you still get a ticket for going too fast or too slow? Well, yes, because you, because... You should have been paying attention to all of the signs. Right. So, like, the fact that you're driving. Right. Like right. The, you should be conscious. You're saying that dad's guilty of not not knowing it was Palm Sunday right now, Emma. You were no, saying but, that. This is no, no, the okay. situation you're saying. No, but. Oh, well. No, no, no. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with saying that I'm guilty of something. Yeah. Like, like, I'm. So. Mm. What I'm trying to say is that with this idea of ignorance doesn't necessarily make you not culpable, right? So, like, you could still get a ticket even though you you were ignorant of the speed limit. Right, but I don't know if this that analogy works very well because driving is an action that you do. Mm. It's not like... But, but he chose not. to go to church, so... Mm. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I mean, I think it brings up some interesting questions. Like, to what extent does does us going to church just, is it, like, analogous to just driving a car? It's just what you do. But then wouldn't it be, wouldn't it not be your fault? Because it would be, um, I don't know. 
the the pastor's responsibility to inform the ignorant. Okay, I mean, fair enough, right? Like, fair enough. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, Oops. no, right? I I, well, it would be the equivalent of me, like, let's say on our property, if I if we lived somewhere where there was a curfew and kids weren't allowed to be outside past 10 o'clock, right? right? When you guys didn't know that, I knew that. So if I let you out and you guys were like, hey, go spend the night outside, have fun, try to be quiet but if you're too loud i mean you're you know this is our property do what you want you guys are outside <laughs> you know having fun time you know it's 10:05, <laughs> and you've got the cat people that come up to the door and like hey you guys are keeping my cat awake <laughs> your kids are out you know at night they're causing problems in the neighborhood like i'm gonna call the cops and then i'm like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i forgot to tell my girls that they need to be quiet I forgot about this law. So then I'm like, okay, and thanks. And your minors, though. Right, and so. your minors, so. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, like. <laughs> no, yeah, I get it, I get it. You know, so the whole so the whole point is, is that, like, you could be guilty of doing something, but not be necessarily, like, on the hook for, for doing it because you didn't know. Right. Yeah. I would be responsible. So is it possible that maybe a pastor or a church community could be, like, sort of responsible well yeah i mean i think so in, i mean in the case of driving though wouldn't it be um if the person was ignorant of the speed limit shouldn't they not get a ticket though and just be like hey slow down because the speed limit's this yeah i mean like all police officers have discretion so i mean they so like they can say hey i know that you were going fast i see that you're really emotional <laughs> I see that you're crying. I see that you seem to be really distraught. <laughs> and I can tell this is the first time you've ever done this. And so, you know what? I'm going to give you a warning. Don't ever do, do this don't again. Do again. You know, you were going Emma. 65 in a 25. You know, whatever. Emma would never do that, though. She's well, not, no. not on purpose. Well, no, but right. I mean, so one thing that's interesting. So, uh, I've been pulled over by a state trooper a few times. And one thing they started asking was, um, is there like the very first thing that they like, so you'd roll in the window and they, and they'd say, hi, my name's trooper. So-and-so is there an emergency? Mm. Which I thought was pretty cool. Cause it's like, yeah. if you're speeding, the assumption is like, you got to get somewhere. Like there's a problem and I don't want to hold you up if there is a problem and I want to help you get there. Right. right. Which is like a pretty cool thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause it's straight. Uh a state trooper could help you do that. They could totally help you do that. And like, but 9,999 times out of like, all like of them. all of them, <laughs> very few times is a person be like, my wife is having a baby and I have to get to, you know, or I have a stab wound. Yeah. I have a stab wound from, you know, in my leg, a crazy like bug flew on my daughter's face and she jumped up with a knife and stabbed True herself. Story. Okay. True okay. story. <laughs> I should not have brought up a stab wound. I'm. Your scar is fine. My scar is fine. You did not lose a leg. I did not lose a leg. Yeah, and we're really grateful for that. Yes. Yes. Thank you, guardian angel. It's kind of my fault. I think I was yeah. like four, Dad. I know, and I and gave you. And he gave you... me a really, really sharp knife. 
It, it was a great knife. It was a great knife. It was a, it was Where a, are those? The Mora Swedish carving knife. I'm not sure. I mean, you know, I let you guys use them, and so they've probably they've probably returned to the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oof. Okay, so, I mean, we were talking about culpability, I suppose, like ignorance. Like, is, is it possible to be ignorant of something? And I think, yeah, like, it, you can actually be ignorant of something. Like, you should know. Like you, yeah. like I should have known that it was Palm Sunday, but I, to, to be honest, I didn't really care. Yeah. Cause I didn't really, I didn't think it mattered, mm. you know? So, I mean, to me, that kind of brings up like it, uh, sometimes we just don't know what's important. And that is a big reason why like the community that we're in the friends we have, all those things are really important because, you know, knowing what's important by yourself alone is really difficult. Like it's difficult yeah. to know what's important. You know, um, the, the, uh, monks in the Egyptian desert were super famous, like in the, you know, two and three hundreds were being like, never become a hermit. Like it was like, do not go off by yourself. Cause if you go off by yourself, a demon's gonna come to you, right? And is <laughs> and you're gonna is be so gonna hungry, like, you're gonna think it's an angel. Reveal all these great things to you, and you're gonna be like, Man, I'm so smart. <laughs> you know, right? Man, yeah. I I just I've just figured it all out. That's right? pretty good advice. Yeah, gosh. It is, it yeah. is actually really good yeah. advice. <laughs> and I think what's beautiful about it is that like you know that you've stumbled upon something true when it doesn't really matter. How do I say this? Like, you don't have to be Catholic or Orthodox or Christian to believe this to be true. Like, you don't have to believe in demons, per se, or angels or hermits, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, like, the Egyptian desert life to go, like... You don't like, have to be a hermit. Right, and you don't have to be a hermit no. to know that, like, hmm... Sometimes when I'm by myself, I get amazing ideas, <laughs> and then I test them out in public, and I realize not so that amazing. was not a good idea. <laughs> or yeah, or we've like been around somebody who like has the best idea ever, who thinks they're amazing, and you're like, man, they are really missing it. Like they don't see the whole picture right now, and like they're going with this idea to start a business or to do a thing or to, you know, travel or move somewhere where you're like. Um, that was not divine. It, it doesn't appear to be divinely inspired, right? <laughs> you know, um, mm -hmm. so anyways, we're coming up on 30 minutes here. I'm just curious. Is there anything that anybody else wants to say? Yes, please. If, if you haven't noticed, there's no, or not much background, back background noise because we locked our cats you said back growling noise like <laughs> like it was like a cat noise <laughs> we locked them out we locked yes. them outside and if there's so any background noise quiet. it's me or eva so <laughs> that's yeah. pretty great we did we tried something new we tried locking the cats out i fed them a little bit not and 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 then just like locked them outside it's pretty great <laughs> yep. awesome no one's been worried about I know I've been actually able to focus a little bit. Yeah. I know I haven't. I don't. I don't have to look down at my feet every once in a while. Looking. I, I no feel like we may eyes. have lost our edge though, because like when you're worried about being like like your leg torn off, you kind of are a little bit more <laughs> more like 
alert. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not sure if that's totally true, but I... I think, I, I mean... Well, I mean, yeah, I a little bit. You're alert, but maybe not in the right ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're very distracted. <laughs> you're more like, where is the club that I can use to defend myself? Or, or where's the cat by my feet? Where is it? By where's the spray bottle? <laughs> where's the spray bottle? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hey, you know what? Uh, we have received one comment on our learningfolk.com. There is a contact page. We've received one comment from Lori. Lori, we love you. It's Thank been, you. It's been forever since we've seen you. And uh, but boy, we were just so grateful for for your hospitality. Um, and you know, we can say that about all kinds of people who are listening to this, uh, pe- people that we know. Uh, we've just been incredibly. Um, when I say blessed, I don't mean blessed like, oh my gosh, we're so blessed. Like, just things are so great for us. No, it means like someone has mm-hmm. sacrificed something and they've given something to us that they, that they didn't have to. And that was a sacrifice on their part. And it was something that whether they wanted to or like, I believe that they wanted to. And, and it was a gift, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like, so when I say... I feel really blessed. I mean, like someone sacrificed time. Like, Lori, you had us at your house with your husband. And I don't want to say a bunch of names because I don't want that to be weird. Um, <laughs> because I haven't asked people if it's okay to say their names. But we, we like spent the night at your house. And we had this just marvelous time. And you took care of the girls. And we had a great meal. And I was introduced to the world of scotch, which is crazy. Um <laughs> And, you know, so like that was a sacrifice and it was a gift. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think in some ways it's very fitting that we started talking about cookies. We started talking about, you know, Advent and Christmas coming because uh, the fact of Jesus coming to earth, it, it was a blessing, but not in the sense of like, oh, my gosh, it's such a blessing. But like, no, it's like sacrifice and a gift Mm -hmm. that was based in love, like Mm -hmm. pure love. Yeah. Yes. So, ladies, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very um, much. I'm so blessed to be your dad. <laughs> <laughs> We're blessed to be your ordinary children. Thank yes, you for being yes. my ordinary children, making me an extraordinary kind of guy because of the ordinary people around me. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Peace and goodwill. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>